Welcome to the IRSD Spotlight. I'm your host, Dave Maul, and today I'm on location at Lord Baltimore Elementary School, where I'm joined by Ocean View Police Officer First Class Anne-Marie Dalton. Anne-Marie, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me today. This episode is being dropped during Special Education Week in the Indian River School District, which makes Anne-Marie a very special guest because last spring she was named a District Special Education Ambassador for 2018. She is also a familiar face around Lord Baltimore. She visits the school each week in a variety of capacities, including as a mentor. Anne-Marie, last spring you were named an IRSD Special Education Ambassador and were honored at a Board of Education meeting as a community representative. What did that recognition mean to you? Uh, it was a great honor. Um, I felt extremely proud and amazed that so many people within the school district and in the community felt that way about me. That. Um, you know, um, thought that highly of me. To be honest with you, I didn't even know what it was until I had gotten, re I received the award. Um, I had to ask it, you know, what is this? And um, I thought only teachers in the school district had gotten it. So um, I, I was extremely, extremely happy and uh, I, I thought it was, it was amazing. Uh, we'll get to your get to your activities at Lower Baltimore in a minute, but first I want to talk to you about your your background in law enforcement. Uh, how long have you been with the Ocean View Police Department? It's uh, three years in September, so I just passed my three year mark. Okay. Now, have you always wanted to be a police officer? I'd like to say yes. Um, <laughs> actually, um, I was between being a teacher and, and a police officer. Uh, I went to school for the first two years. I. I um, I studied education, and then I realized after doing a couple um, job shadowing, I guess, um, I realized that I think that's what I want to do, but I want to at least pursue the, the law enforcement part just in case I change my mind down the road. Uh, so I, I don't have this big story about how, you know, you know, my dad was a cop or, you know, it's in the family because, to be honest with you, I'm the first one. But uh, I, I do remember always watching Law & Order with my grandfather, so that kind of got me in the interest of being a police officer. But uh, no, no big story or, or background, but I'd, I'd say yes. Yeah, it just kind of worked out that way. Then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I, there's a story I want to share with our listeners. Our paths have crossed before. Um, and I'll, I'll tell the story because it's just so weird. Uh, <laughs> A few, I think it was two summers ago. I came home from work. I live in Ocean View. I came home from work, and while I was, my, while my wife and I were at work, someone had placed, I don't know how many, but it was a lot of ceramic yard ornaments in our yard in broad daylight. Some of them weighed a ton. There must have been about twenty of them. They were all over the front yard in the flower beds. We were finding them in the backyard, and it was just so weird. We didn't know who they belonged to. We figured they were probably stolen. So. We called the Ocean View Police, and you were the responding officer to the call. <laughs> and we spent, the, I don't know, 20 minutes or so loading these up into the back of your patrol car, and you hauled them off to the police station. Where does that rank among your weirdest calls you've ever been, you've ever had? <laughs> well, that that one probably ranks about top three. I'd say maybe top one. Um, I actually do remember this uh, because it was so bizarre. And uh, the biggest thing was it was right around 4th of July. I actually think it might have been 4th of July. And uh, 4th of July for us is always insane. We've got the fireworks, parades, all this stuff going on. And I happened to work it. Like, it's like my second second year in a row working it. So I knew we'd be busy. But I get this call, and at first I was a little confused. I thought it was stolen property. And I, and I arrived to your house, and I see all of these strange ornaments all <laughs> over the yard. I mean, everywhere. There was big flower pots. I remember one was like a huge swan, and it uh -huh. still had dirt in it. 
And uh, I stood there and I had to laugh. And, I, you know, for a second I felt unprofessional, but, you know, you guys were laughing right along with me. Like, what in the world? Where do these come from? And uh, to this day, I still have no idea. But all I know is we loaded every single one of them in my car and we brought them back to the police station. And they probably sat there for... I'd say about a month until we realized, okay, I mean, you know, what are we going to do with these? Nobody's claimed them. You know, I've checked all different places. And, um, but I have to say the one thing about that was it actually made me stop and laugh because that, that was a busy day for me. So it was kind of like humor to my day. And, and I look forward to those types of calls. I think my first words to you when you pulled up in my yard was, okay, this is going to be the weirdest call you're going to get all night. Yes. So <laughs> Yes. And it still is. It still is. Um, Let's get back to your your activities here at LB. Now, one thing a lot of people might not know about you is that you were actually a preparer professional here uh, during the 14-15 school year. Um, Was that a job that you really enjoyed? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I did. I I moved down here. I'm actually originally from uh, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So uh, I moved down and I I realized that, you know, yes, I did the whole um, criminal justice thing, but I'm going to give the the teacher side another another chance and it, I thought this was a great opportunity we don't have this back home where you, you can, I guess a, it's more or less a teacher's aid uh, so I thought it'd be great to get me back into the school and I absolutely enjoyed it uh, I worked right in the uh, ILC room so I had about I think eight to ten kids all together with another uh, teacher in there and uh, we, we had a we had a blast mm-hmm. we really had a good time now you still mentor students here at LB does that um is, was your experience as a para one of the reasons that you're still you still come and mentor students here? Sure, sure. I'd say yeah. it probably played you know a, a good part in it. Um, mm-hmm. I loved being at the school. Um, I loved the kids, and you know, being at Ocean View that gave me the opportunity to still be in this school and still see the kids on, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You talk a little bit about if you can talk a little bit about your mentoring activities here at LB because you've done that for a few years now, right? Sure. Yeah. So I started two years ago. Um, I had two children, and uh, one of them was was very easy to get to know. The other one was a little bit a little bit more difficult, which mm-hmm. I like a challenge, and I think that's why Miss uh, um, O'Shields gives me the kids that she does. <laughs> um, but, you know, we started off, We I just kind of did like a get-to-know-you. Uh, so we, we talked about, you know, things that we like and a little bit about maybe our history, where we came from, and our the things we like to do, foods. It doesn't have to be anything specific. Um, but, you know, then I kind of like, I don't have things completely planned out just because of my job and how busy I am. But usually what, what I think of it as is at least pulling the kid, you know, one of the kids out. We'll play a game or we'll go play sports outside. You know, things that I know they enjoy to do and, and something that I enjoy to do. We'll do little activities. Um, mostly uh, the one thing we, we love playing is Yahtzee and uh, Trouble. Those are like <laughs> our, two, our two go-tos. Yeah. Um, but it just gives, I feel as though it gives them a chance to take a break from what they're doing and, and speak to somebody else or, you know, if they're having trouble and it, it doesn't even have to be at school, it could be at home, they, they have somebody to talk to. And uh, I do, I'll open up to them about, you know, my stuff, my, my personal stuff too. Not mm-hmm. to an extent, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, those, those are just a few things that, mm-hmm. that we'll do. How rewarding is it for you to work with children in that capacity? Oh, it's very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can remember one conversation that I had with uh, my one, my one kid last year who was here. Um, I told her, you know, she was having a bad day. And actually, to be honest with you, I was having a terrible day, too. And um, I told her, I said, you know, I want you to know this one thing. I said, I, I came here today specifically because I was having an awful day and I needed to smile. I said, and, and you make me smile. You make me happy. We play games. You know, you can take my mind off of things. So for me, it's it's extremely rewarding. Mm. 
You and your fellow Ocean View police officers are here on campus just about every day. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? You do, you know, in addition to your mentoring too, I guess you participate in what are, I guess they're called safety checks. Sure. Talk a little bit about that if you could. What are those exactly? Okay, so on a, a daily basis, we have uh, certain businesses that we check on or some, we'll have residence checks too, but specifically for LB, um, that, that is something, business checks are, are something that's very important to um, our chief and our department, um, you know, checking in on, you know, the, the people who, who rally around you when, when things go mm-hmm. wrong or if things go right. Mm-hmm. But as far as LB, um, I just know that, you know, he, he wants every officer to know every part of this building, which mm-hmm. in this day and age is probably the best thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Every single one of our, our the guys that I work with, they, you know, they're in here at, at, the, at a minimum once a week. Depends on if you're on day shift or night shift. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, knowing the building, knowing the kids, letting the kids see you, so they they feel safe around you. You don't mm-hmm. want them to be scared of you if something mm-hmm. were to happen or go wrong. Yeah. Um, so, to me, I think it's very important to do the safety checks. Uh, I guess my other question for you that that I find interesting, I'd like to get your your take on this. As a police officer, how important is it to build positive relationships with children. You just sort of touched on it a little bit, but how important is that? I think it's very important. Um, you know, it's it's no secret what's going on in today's today's world with, uh, you know, some animosity towards police. Uh, and I think that, you know, if you, if you start with kids and, uh, you know, at a young age, you can maybe build that trust with them, you know, more or less you're relaxed and just a human being. Um, I think that's that's very important because that could change their view, you know. Is a lot of that just being seen in the hallway, uh, I guess, or in the cafeteria, or where they're just be, just basically just being around, so they can see you in in like a different capacity than what they might think, or something sure. like that. Sure. Yeah. I know for me. Um it's not about maybe just waving. It's about maybe pulling a kid aside and say, hey, how was your day? Mm-hmm. You know, I have a couple kids in here that, that still to this day will, will come up to me and, and they have, the, you know, the color chart here, green, purple, blue, all, you know, if they do good. Yeah. They, and, they'll, and I'll ask them, hey, what were you on today? Oh, I, was, I was on purple today. And, yeah. and they get enjoyment <laughs> out of just telling me that they did so good. And, yeah. and that, that makes me happy, too. You yeah. know? So I think about, you know, just stopping kids and asking them, too, how, how they're doing. Yeah. In general, I, I guess, how much how much pride do you take in representing the Ocean View Police Department in the, in the community as a whole? Sure, lots. Yeah, mm-hmm. lots of pride. Um, you know, that's something I was taught as, as, at a young age. With my profession, you're, you're always representing. You mm-hmm. know, you never, you never take that hat off. You know, mm-hmm. no matter where you go, somebody may know you. You can't be acting in professional, you know, mm-hmm. unprofessional. Um, mm-hmm. I always have to act professional wherever I go. Grocery store, mm-hmm. gas station, yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know, because yeah. you're always representing that, yeah. that badge. Um, I want to put in a little plug or give you the opportunity to put, put a plug in for um, a event that you guys have coming up here. Uh, I think it's called The Cops and Goblins. Yes. Talk a little bit about that if you could. <laughs> that, that is, uh, that's definitely one of my favorite events. Um, uh-huh. It gives, it's our way, the Ocean View Police Department's way of giving back to the community for mm-hmm. all that they do for us. Mm-hmm. So um, we get a lot of great absolutely great sponsors who donate their time and you know their money that you know whether it's food or just their time Uh, one of being uh, hawkers they usually donate a bunch of food to us Um, taco taco which is across the street from lb and then we've got uh, papa john's which is a new one for us they they joined in with us they donate their i think 25 pies they're donating this year and we've got rita's um the dj uh he always donates his services uh parsons farms you know we've got a bunch that and it's a great way for us to 
to say thank you, and it's a free event. Um, you know, we've got lots of vendors. It gives the kids an opportunity to come out. We've got a not just the Ocean View Police Department, but we have South Bethany, Bethany, um, Dagsboro, Selbyville. We've got a bunch of different departments, you know, neighboring departments that'll come, the state police as well. They'll come and, um, you know, they'll, they'll just be seen. They'll walk around, say hi to the kids. They'll take pictures and all that. And it just gives uh, just gives them a chance to, to see us in a different way. Yeah. And that'll be on October 27th at John West Park from 1 to 4 p.m. Am That's I right correct. on that? That's okay. correct. So please come join. And there, Lord Baltimore will have a table there. Always. And uh, I believe they're going to be giving giving away books that yes. day. So that should be that should be a fun event. Uh, before we wrap up, wrap things up, I want to get your reaction to just a couple of quotes from people in the Lord Baltimore Elementary community about you. <laughs> uh, Anne Marie is a local police officer who mentors two special education students in Lord Baltimore Elementary. Even when she is on duty, she checks in on them to see how their day is going. Anne Marie is a wonderful support towards our children at Lord Baltimore. And then another person commented, "What a fabulous role model and mentor to our students." We are so lucky at LB to have such a great role model. Um, how does that make you feel when you hear people say those types of things? That itself, uh, is that yeah, that makes me feel great. Um, mm-hmm. That right there, you know, is the reason I, I did become a cop. Mm-hmm. I did not become a police officer to write, you know, tickets and, you know, to pull people over and, you know, ruin somebody's day. I, mm-hmm. I became a police officer to make a difference. And whether it's, you know, just in this community, um, you know, that's great. I've, I've done my job. Mm-hmm. Um, that... That it brought tears to my eyes to read mm-hmm. some of those comments, you know, to think that people think that way of me. Yeah. You know, I'm just doing, I'm just being me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just doing my job and I'm, I'm being yeah. who I am and who I was raised to be. Yeah. Well, Anne Marie, I really want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. I know you're, you're very busy, and but I, uh, I really do appreciate you taking the time to, to join us today. Thank you very much. Yeah. IRSD Spotlight is produced by the Indian River School District. Episodes can be accessed through iTunes or by visiting irsd.net and going to the podcast link under the Discover IRSD tab. It is also available through several mobile podcast apps. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District. Until then, remember that Indian River truly is a model of excellence.